Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Levability Show. I'm Jennifer Stiers, and I missed y'all. Um, it is Valentine's Day, and uh, it is hard for me to get in the groove today. I kept forgetting I had a show today. Uh, so I am, uh, I'm excited to see some of you already jumped on. Uh, and uh, I have a guest today I'm super excited about. So um, I have got Jason Jones. Um, he is a doctor. He's a PhD. Uh, he's so cool. Uh, he has got, well, he wrote this amazing book. It's called Activator, but I met Jason. Um, he does a lot of the, he, he is also a psychologist. Um, and he, uh, God, he knows the brain. He just understands neuroscience. We have the geekiest conversations, but they're awesome. We're both excited. Um, and so we're going to be really excited with you today. Uh, so happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, hope you're doing something fun tonight. Hope you have some fun plans. Um, and uh, I'm just excited we're here uh, on, on Love Day, National Love Day. So uh, we are going to, uh, I've been three weeks off the show because uh, we were supposed to do the show two weeks ago and we had the inclement weather. So I have all this stuff built up, all these things, all these things I want to talk to you about and um uh, you know, you, a lot of my material is charged by things that you guys are doing or not doing. So uh, we'll have some rants in here at some point. So uh, I know Jason's going to trigger me today because <laughs> a lot of the great stuff he's going to talk about. So so Jason has this book called Activator, Using Brain Science to uh, Boost Motivation, Deepen Engagement, and Supercharge Performance. Uh, he talks to a lot of corporate companies. He's a big speaker, trainer. Uh, he's been a teacher before uh, many years ago. He used to have a podcast many years ago as well. Uh, you're going to find him super interesting, but here's what we want to talk about today, and I'm going to introduce him and let him tell you uh, about what he does and give his uh, give his little, his background, not little background, but your background. <laughs> and um, and I want to tell you, we want to, we want to relate a lot of this to love and relationships because we could do better. And, you know, here we are on National Love Day, and everybody that's watching, most everybody is either in a relationship and wants it to be better or wants to learn how to be better in it, or they're single and want to find love. And there are specific things we might be doing uh, to drive that away from us, to uh, repel it versus attract it. And so we're going to talk about those today. Uh, so Jason, why don't you uh, tell the audience, we're so happy to have you, uh, tell the audience uh, a little bit about you and sure. uh, your background. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I am, you mentioned, an organizational psychologist. Mm -hmm. And so in essence, what that is, is that 
is that means I am a psychologist. I study and practice behavior uh, and, uh, and and brain science as well in the workplace. Right. So it uh, doesn't mean that uh, I go around counseling people all the time in the workplace, but instead I look at and kind of focus in on what are the, the behaviors, the mindsets, the attitudes, uh, what leadership uh, type of uh, behaviors and, and uh, the way people interact with each other, what drives people wanting to stay in their job, enjoying their job, being engaged in it, motivated in it, and ultimately what all companies want, right, is their people to be higher performers. Right. And so for individuals, you know, how can we become a higher performer so we get paid more, uh, but also because we, you know, find a place we love to work, right? Yeah. It's a third of our lives is spent working. So why not do something that we enjoy and that we like? Absolutely. And it may not be the most fun thing in the world, right? But if we can be around people we like, yeah. and if we can do some things we feel good about and maybe have some interest in, it makes life a whole lot more worth living and right? an environment in which to do it in that's you know yeah. a good culture absolutely because you could love what you do and have the worst company mm -hmm. or bad leadership and it it makes yeah. your life hell yeah so absolutely <laughs> complete hell yeah uh, so darren says hello he didn't know you're gonna be on the show today so that's hey, friend darren. of yours uh carl christine uh, uh jasmine ron darren kelly hi everybody <laughs> uh, good to see everybody um okay so uh so relationships this is what he does so he's used to dealing with high level having high level conversations with people mm -hmm. um but looking at behaviors and you know where we started this conversation is we you noticed as everybody does, there's some problems with dating today. There's some problems with people that are yeah. looking for love. Mm -hmm. So uh, I really want to help people today. You know, the, the, I, I titled this Love and Other Things because there's so many things, so many places we can go. But one of your areas of specialty is the brain. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the things he was talking to me about is how men and women's brain work differently when we show up for a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, we show up to date, we show up to impress somebody. So let's talk about that yeah. uh, because that could show where the disconnect is sometimes in the fact yeah. that sometimes women say, well, men talk too much and they didn't ask me about me because they're you know, spouting mm -hmm. their resume out there, right? And women yeah. are, are all worried about just looking pretty versus mm -hmm. you know, yeah. showing up with anything yeah. of substance. Yep. So uh, yeah, so let's let's hit that. Yeah, so you know, one of the reasons why I I really wanted to have an opportunity to, to talk about this is just because fundamentally, when we look at whether it be in the workplace or it's in our relationships at home, it's with our friends, even our family, and how we grew up, and and you know whether we want to interact with them now or not as adults, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, it really comes back to we are attracted to people who we feel are for us and who are trying to help us to be who we were meant to be, you know, to, to be our best selves, right? And so I really like to look at is that the a best guy thing? relationship. Is that a guy thing? That's what guys are looking for. Uh, you know, I think this is what everyone's looking for. Um, when you think about when you feel good, when you leave a conversation with anyone, yeah, the connection. When you feel good, it's usually when you've had a situation where your dopamine has been raised in, right. in your brain. You have this feel good, and that is mainly because of the interaction. Right. And that interaction you've had has done something to first of all the primal part of your brain, the most, the most, you know, it's the lizard parts right there at the brainstem, where something has helped you feel safe and secure 
and you have now you're talking chick stuff. Uh, okay, <laughs> and, and 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 you feel safe and secure, and mm-hmm. you feel like this person is for you and going to help you. Right. Right. And then that allows you then to kind of take it to the next level, which is going to be kind of to that that midbrain, which mm-hmm. is really about emotion. Right. And uh, yeah, there's some things in there around. Um, uh, a reward, the reward center, the feeling, the emotion center. And then there's a and third you part get, of the brain. And I don't, before, I don't want to interrupt yeah. you, no, but I'm going to interrupt you. But you know, that first part opens up a space for the second part, especially oh. for women, because if the, a woman feels loved, supported, and safe, it is going yeah. to make her emotionally connected to you guys, to you guys. And Absolutely. that is what is going to ultimately want, her, you know, cause her to want to go out with you again or like you or find you more attractive than she did when she walked in the door, you know, yeah. because there's a connection, the connection. So we're, we're looking for the connect, ultimately that connection. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's that connection. It's, you know, we could sometimes call it the vibe, right? Right. And there's a lot of things within that, that communicates to that. But if you think about it, you know, our brains, if you take a man's brain out and a woman's brain out of their head, they look the same. Uh, there was a, a time many, uh, maybe five or six decades ago, there were people, psychologists, medical doctors that would say, oh, a man's brain, a woman's brain, they're essentially the same. Uh, they are structurally, but when you look at how the brain actually functions mm-hmm. and even where there are more developed parts of the brain uh, and then the chemistry of the brain, it is very different, right? And so a, 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 a woman comes to a first date or you know, when you're texting for the first time if you met on an app or something like that. And the perspective is often a lot different. It comes from a perspective of safety first. You know, is this person for me, against me, or can they be trusted? Uh, is this you know person trustworthy? Consistency, things like that. Perception. What you're talking about yeah. here is is perception, and this is where if somebody's not healthy, healed mm-hmm. or whole, or is coming in with a wound, that their perception of what they see is going to be completely different. Yeah. You know, interestingly enough, I, again, here's where I'm just going to engage. I put a post up on my page. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it, but it was this guy that put this really authentic post up for Valentine's Day, what he was looking for. And he put it together well. Who cares what it is? I'm not looking to, you know, it wasn't like I was looking to put him with somebody and, yeah. and actually find people for him. But it was just the process of what he went through to say, here's who I am. I'm throwing it out there. I'm being authentic and real. This Mm -hmm. is who I am. This is what I bring to the table. This is what I'm looking for. This is who you are. And we know, um, we know that that's what you have to go through. If you want to attract something into your life and you're very, and we should be, the more specific we are, the better we are at finding it. Thank you. And, and then we had all these women coming in and attacking him. Like, oh, right. you're a narcissist because you want that. And you said this, so that means mm-hmm. you're a sex addict or a son. And it's just like, whoa, with the wounds. Yeah. You know, with all your, because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I read it. I didn't get any of that, you know? Yeah. We're all, yep. we're all hitting different with our triggers and that's, that's right. the brain. That, so let, that, let's, right. and, let's and, talk about that and a you're little bit. Talking, we're talking again, uh, right? This continuum and the, the women coming from one perspective, men coming from another perspective, a man will come at it from the real cerebral side, right? right. Uh, the more rational side typically, and they're going to come into it trying to, if, if <laughs> we don't watch it as men and I'm a single guy, if we don't watch it, we try to come to it from that, hey, this is why you should date me. Uh, this is why I'm a good choice. Right. Or, you know, this is why I'm cool. Right. And, and that, that's, that's not 
the first thing typically that a woman is looking for it is the the, the safety side and it is the the uh, especially today right yeah it, it uh, and biologically women are much more attracted to what a safe person would be someone that's going to take care of them and also not harm them right uh, but th there also is that that piece there of, of uh, consistency and honesty that's really important. Is such so a big word. one of the reasons why women get and you women could can can confirm this or deny it if you want to, <laughs> but I have female friends that say that that reason the pet peeve is on a profile, a dating profile, a man won't put anything, won't write a thing at all. Uh -huh. Well, that is a red flag when there's nothing written at all because sure. it looks like you're hiding something. Right. Because the female brain wants some type of information to be able to know, is this person consistent? Are they trustworthy? Are they honest? What can I know about them? And if there's nothing there, it looks like you're hiding something. Yeah. Right? Now, let's go the opposite of that. When a woman has a long list a huge profile saying all these things about, I want this and I want this and I want this. What does that say to a man? What does it say to a man? What do you think? As a woman, <laughs> what do you think it says to a man? I think it says she's high maintenance and I'm never going to meet her needs and that's way too much. And it's just too, it's, it would just, he'd be overwhelmed. Yeah. It sounds like this is a, a someone hard a to satisfy. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, oh wow, look what I'm getting! My, I I better be ready for a lot for this. Yeah, and so I think oftentimes what that does, you know, remember, man's hitting this from the rational standpoint, right? He's thinking through what is this relationship going to look like if it does go further, and yes, and so we're we're seeing this kind of from the different different perspectives. Uh, um, Barrett, one of my uh, gosh, I haven't seen you in a while, Barrett. Hello, Barrett Mason. Uh, we used to do radio together. This society has gone nuts. And it affects relationships too, of course. Easier in the 50s or 60s when it, we it still had some rules we could follow, but the hippies dismantled everything and now we have no rules to go by, which is true. <laughs> <laughs> Something, somebody dismantled everything. Um, but yeah, it is, um, it's been kind of a free for all. It's really, um, technology's really thrown a loophole mm -hmm. into a lot of this. What they haven't, and I think Jason ha brings up good points, it doesn't matter how technology changes or how people change. Our brains are still coming in the same way. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, how we process information in our brains is going, that input and output is going to look, um, is going to look different and it could be confusing. You know, I just, I think about even that post today of that guy, he had this long explanation and the women all hated his, like some of the women, mm -hmm. shouldn't say that, a couple women, didn't like his long explanation. I came in very rational about it. Like, look what he did. How great, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, I have much of a man's brain, uh -huh. but look how great that he did this list and he came out and was clear on what he wanted and, you mm -hmm. know, knew that ahead of time. Um, don't worry about the details and what he, it is, but yeah. get clear on what you're looking for to this degree. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter what it says. It's your list. Yeah. But, um, but having said that, it's just, there's so many people's wounds, their hurts, their, you know, their mm -hmm. childhood wounds, everything comes into play when, when we meet somebody. I yeah. mean, so yeah. that first, this is a great conversation. And we, and we have to watch that, right? Yes. Because, uh, yes, the, those are there, both on, on the female and male side. Yes. And, and I think females probably are a little more aware of it than what males are. Um, but we, we have to think about 
you know, be aware of what we are putting on our profiles, right? What right. we're even talking about at the very beginning of conversations uh, with people. We, we can't spill out everything too quickly, yes. but also we can't be too Say guarded. There, yeah. there's a, there, there, there's, <laughs> there's a mix. There, yes, there's mm -hmm. a mix and a balance there. Yeah. But I think sometimes maybe where we go wrong is that we don't uh, give enough and it, or we give too much. Um, and, good point. And, and, and Very we, good point. we maybe overthink kind of what we, we should be doing. And so that, that some people, that tends to make them put way too much and at the beginning share too much. But other people, it may make them more, um, you know, a, a little more um, defensive maybe. Um, so let me throw protection this. Oriented. So, so where does this come from? Because I hear a lot of women saying, not men, but women saying mm -hmm. that they go on dates and that the men talk about themselves the whole time and never ask the woman questions. Mm -hmm. I think the other piece of that is the woman asks a lot of questions and expects the man to fire back. So she has this expectation. If you ask a lot of questions, ladies, he's going to answer them. He's like on an interview, he's going to answer mm -hmm. them. Um, so yeah. you, you can't get mad at him for talking too much or not asking questions. You're drilling him. You know yeah. what I mean? And you know, I, you're probably like this as well. I've experienced all of that. Yeah. And, and I, I have... I've uh, I've been single after a long marriage. I've been single for three and a half years now. So I've had plenty of dates, yeah. Tinder dates, Bumble dates, Hinge dates, whatever. Wow. Right. And uh, and I can tell you that there's there have been very many different types of interactions I've had with people. Mm -hmm. That's why we kind of call this that you know where we kind of feel that vibe or that chemistry that's yeah. hard to really nail down. Yeah. But yeah, I've had situations where I've reflected back and went, wow. I talked way too much. Yeah, I and then I think about, well, why did I talk way too much? Mm -hmm. uh, and I start thinking about, oh, I was uncomfortable. Maybe I was trying to impress this person. Yeah. Uh, maybe they weren't talking as much. So I was trying to fill in, fill in the gap, right? Because I didn't want it to be awkward. Right. And, and all of that comes back to the fact that I probably wasn't being as authentic as I probably could be. And over the past probably year or so, I really may have made it uh, for myself a a point of being more intentional about that and thinking about how do I want to show up and it being okay if I show up as not the person that that person would like. Thank you. Exactly. And, and, we, and, yeah, thank and that, you. that takes, um, it, it, I guess it takes a lot of guts to do that. You don't want to show up and just be, well, this is me, you know, you know, and, and just lay it all, you know, your, your worst um, characteristics out there. You want to be intentional. You want to try to be who you're striving to be, but when, without being someone that you're not. Right. If that makes sense, right? Right. Yeah. And Authenticity think, is a big deal right now. I mean, uh, that's out of out of all the things, it's it's one of the highest on the list. Is that's what people are looking yeah. for is authenticity. And in order to do that, you do have to show up and be vulnerable, and you do have to be yourself. Mm -hmm. And you don't you. Our goal is not for the, I mean, we want the other person to like us. We mm -hmm. want to fall in love ultimately, but the goal isn't that on a first date. It's just to get to know somebody. And yeah. if, if you're yourself and show, you show them who you are, and then there's a bond, then it's going to be easy. But if you are pretending or you're trying yeah. to put your best foot forward, or you're like on a job interview and trying to mm -hmm. impress then the rest of it's that as it goes downhill, that's why people go, well, they're not the same as when I met them or they changed. They just didn't show up as themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And and if you want to uh, take this back to the brain, uh, yeah. the neuroscience of this, um, it, it, it's, a, it's a study. It's a sub study of neuroscience called, uh, called the social brain. And the social brain is really looking at how we communicate with other people, 
how our brains communicate in a way we don't even realize. So it's subconscious. And it's fascinating yeah. because now we, we know even, you know, just over the last five to 10 years, we now have like uh, fMRI machines, functional magne magnetic resonant imagery, uh, which actually gives you a video of how the brain changes and where the activity is going on uh, in comparison or contrast to what an MRI would be, would be just a picture, right? right. So now we actually can see activity and we now are being able to better understand what things look like when we actually communicate or when we think. So what are the themes and, on that? I hope we're not geeking y'all yeah. out because this is a great conversation yeah. to me. But... Um, but what do we what are we seeing is activated in men the most on a date, and what are we seeing what what things are we I don't want to call them emotions because it could be different. What is activated in the woman? So what yeah. is there any? Yeah. So what, what uh, the, the whole idea of the, the social brain is the fact that uh, we we act, when we show up we communicate in ways that other people pick up on and some mm -hmm. of it can be even as, as small as micro expressions right that we don't even know that we're but we're, we're kind of telling things right, right? Uh, our eye movement right. and what we're looking at and right. how much we're listening someone can pick up on that right for women this is a an area that is very much primal in that primal brain the brainstem that really is so uh, you're, you're much more. more attentive to this than yeah. what men are right oh yeah i'll tell and you so that you can pick up on this <laughs> for sure we used to call it you know, a woman's intuition. Right. Now we know that it's just a more developed part of her brain. If you think about, you know, the history of, of mankind and, you know, women have spent more time in social yeah. situations and in situations to try to determine but, this. But here's the thing. only problem with that is that here's what the women do. <laughs> they, they do that. They'll mm -hmm. go, oh, well, you know, we had a great time, but he wasn't looking at me like he wasn't mm -hmm. making eye contact. And I, he wasn't interested. I mean, he just, he was looking at other things at times and didn't make direct eye contact with me. So I must not have turned him on. He's just not into me. Yeah. So they make all these assumptions because of that. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, somebody could be um, ADD, you know, and, right. and, and when you're in an environment where there's a bunch of activity mm -hmm. going on, it's hard sometimes for people to focus. It doesn't mean they're not interested. Yeah. So making assumptions about um, things that you mm -hmm. pick up on, if you pick up on something, I always say, if you pick up on it, ask, just yeah. ask, like, you know, um, I've had, I've had men and women that'll like be on a date and they'll mm -hmm. go, is there something interesting over there? Cause you keep looking, you know, yeah. and like, they will just call them out. Mm -hmm. um, I know uh, many years ago, <laughs> so many years ago, but it taught me a huge lesson. Mm -hmm. I was multitasking. I was checking my emails while mm -hmm. I was on the phone call with a client. Yeah. And I love her to this day. We're still, you know, still friends. Yeah. But she said, Jennifer, I don't feel like you're listening to me. Like, I feel like you checked out mm -hmm. and I like, you're right. Yeah. You're hundred percent right. My, an email came in. I went to check it. Mm -hmm. I checked out, but she could even feel the disconnect on the phone. Yeah. And so, you yeah. know, it's an energy thing. If you're connected with somebody and you're going, people feel your connection or disconnection. So I feel like it's important to, you know, talk about on a date to stay focused and to stay yeah. intentional and to, um, yeah, just uh, that focus, focus. Uh, absolutely. And know and realize that we all have the BS detector, right? Yeah. And we don't even know that we have a, a, a BS detector, but yeah. we can pick up on it on, on people. And yeah. that's why I think the authenticity, that's one of the first things that this social brain can can really detect is, is this person being real authentic? And if not, we're not going to have a good feeling about them. Yeah. And 
we don't have the right chemistry. We'll have more cortisol in our blood, uh, rather, yeah. which is a stress hormone, right. than we will have dopamine or serotonin, which but is where people, we walk away feeling good and on a high after being with somebody. But aren't some people attracted to that? So some people need that's that's love to them if it, they're if they're unhealthy. That sometimes it, that it could cortisol be. is is what they're looking for. They're looking for that drama. They're looking for that chaos. They're looking for that charge mm -hmm. of something that's a little frightening or a little scary or a little um, undetermined or um, they, yep. you know, they leave questioning themselves or insecure and they like that. They, mm -hmm. you know, there's some people that thrive on that. Yeah. I, I would say uh, there's, there's a subconscious that they probably subconsciously like it yeah. and that's what draws them back to it. Uh, but consciously, they'll talk about how they don't like it. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Now, now there sure. is adrenaline. Don't get, get confused with adrenaline, which is can be a good and a bad <laughs> thing as well. Right. It gets us excited. It gets us, you know, mm -hmm. it gives us energy and things like that. And we all have it. Usually, men and women both have that. Uh, the reason why we have. Um, the feeling of butterflies in our stomach usually is not love. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's adrenaline. Right. 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 And it could that could be a good thing or a bad thing, just depending on how you, you manage that. And right. some people get addicted to the adrenaline right. uh, part of it as 100%. well. Yeah. So yeah, I, those I think butterflies. This is, it, it really kind of, this is a way to kind of think about how we vibe with someone. Yeah. And I like to try to, uh, you know, friends that I, uh, have counseled around dating and things like that is to, you know, f at least for the guy's standpoint, but I think it could work for women as well. And that is, you know, uh, have that conversation with yourself about how do I want to show up? Mm -hmm. How do I be authentic, but also be that aspirational authentic, which is, you know, I want to be my best self here. I want to put my best foot forward, mm -hmm. but how do I do it in an authentic way, not in a fake way? Right. And, and then, um, and then let the chemistry happen because mm -hmm. that's where that social thing is, is right. the, the energy that that each person brings in uh if that's a good fit there's going to be some energy connection there and right. we all know how that feels right when you yeah. have a great conversation or you yes. feel like you have a lot in common and and there's that connection that you can kind of feel in that which is why people and this is another one of my uh rant themes i promise i won't rant too long though <laughs> but that's why some of you need to meet people in person um you may not be attracted to their picture and i just wrote about this but mm -hmm. We're, you're not going to be attracted to a picture. You're going to be attracted to a person and their energy. Yeah. You have to meet people to know whether there's a connection. I mean, Jason's over here talking. It's all about the connection. You'll never know if you're really going to have a connection or chemistry with somebody if you don't see if there's a connection. Yeah. You got to meet them for that. You can't hear that over a phone call. You know, you can't see that in somebody's picture. You've got to meet them. So sometimes stepping outside of your visual box and yeah. dating people or meeting people that you don't think are that great looking, you might have the most amazing connection with, right? Yes, but let's talk about how about sabotaging your authenticity? Okay. Because I think that happens in profile. Profile pictures, profiles. We kind of talked right. about that already. Right. Yeah. There could be some sabotage in that. But right. I think a lot of women self-sabotage in their pictures trying to put something out there that may not be as authentic. Right. Now, if it's authentic for you, great. So let's but, talk about but, authentic. What would be non-authentic in a picture you've seen of a well, girl? So let's, so ladies, this, from a man, not me. <laughs> so this is, uh, we've had this conversation yeah. just even related to the qualities of 
femininity and masculinity. Oh, right? this is a good one. Y'all, so, ladies, listen, listen, listen. Good one. Uh -huh. um, there are a lot of profiles uh, that women put up, and, and I believe, you tell me, but what I, I kind of guess here is, is and surmise is that they're putting up pictures to help a, a man to see, oh, I'm interested in things that you are probably interested in. Mm -hmm. And so you might have a woman, I've seen many of these, by the way, where yeah. the woman is you know, shooting a gun, holding a gun. Mm -hmm. She's uh, you know, driving a Jeep in the mud. Uh, she's you know, got a deer in her hands. She's right. fishing. Uh, yeah, so fishing. Just some things that are <laughs> more masculine type of traits. Right. And, uh, and if you're into that, that, that's great, but also know that what people see in pictures, they often kind of, um, can kind of up ramp, you know, uh, escalate right. what that means to, right. to them. Right. Right. So, um, and I like to say it this way, and some of my guy friends, we, we've said this before and that's like, okay, that's great. You like hunting, but honey, if I go hunting, I'm sorry, you're not going with me. Right. Because what do guys want to do? They, they. 99% of guys I know want to go hunting with their guy friends, right? right? Same way with some of the other kind of more masculine hobbies that we like. Right. And what I think ends up happening is that those things kind of push a man away because they're actually looking for more naturally, feminine. organically looking for more feminine traits in pictures masculine rather than masculine Masculine men want traits. feminine women, period. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, you talk about uh, the, the person who... Uh, had the comment a moment ago, maybe was kind of talking about that because I think we have lost a lot of that. Um, um, yes. And, and, you know, Equal hate, hate rights, me if you sorry. want to, but I yeah. feel like I have some science as well as some experience around yeah. this and, and a lot of input from friends. But I feel like uh, too many men have become too feminized and too many, and I say this with a pink shirt on, right, right. and uh, too many uh, <laughs> women have uh, who believe that they need to show more masculine traits to be liked or to be accepted or to survive, to survive or, or, or reach their goals, right? right. And, and I think men, men are just as guilty in that, just in, in a different way. Well, uh, and, and what's driving the others? Could we could just go on and on about this conversation, but as women get stronger and start pushing back and being mm -hmm. in charge. I've heard a lot of men say, well, I want to be, but she, you know, she's, she's in charge and she beats, you know, beats me up or not be physically beats them up, but just mentally. And, or, you know, men want to make women happy. And when she's complaining or she's not getting what she wants or getting to where it go, where she wants to go and she's not driving the ship, then she makes yep. his life difficult. So I think there's a lot of men that have yeah. taken a step back because they want to make the woman happy. So there's like, finally like, okay, well, what do you want to do? Whatever you want to do. Cause that's ultimately what ends up happening anyway. Right. Yeah. When, and yeah. so you ladies that don't, that you want a man to take charge and you want a leader, um, you got to take a step back and stop being a man and doing masculine things and taking charge if you want him to take yeah, charge. Yeah, and it's that yin and yang, right? Yeah. It's if, if you want more masculinity from your man, you need to show more femininity. Yeah. Uh, because if you show more masculinity, that's going to push him into more femininity. That, yeah. That makes oh, sense. Oh, absolutely. And vice versa. Yeah. So if, if a, a man wants more femininity, he needs to actually show more masculine type of traits, right? And so that uh, this is one thing that I think... Um, it's somewhat controversial because there are going to be some people that hear this and listen to this and say, oh, well, you're telling people how they're supposed to be. 
But what I'm talking about is something a little deeper and more. It's very biological. It is biological. And, and, yeah. and I know we live in a different world than we lived in 50 years ago or 100 years ago, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to dating. Yeah. But now it just seems like this is much more highlighted and we're, we struggle as men and women to find out how do we show up in an authentic way to find the person that is our person. Right? Yeah. And I think it's authenticity. I think it's for men stepula- stepping into your masculinity and not staying trying there. to be something that you think the woman wants you to be. Thank you. Even though almost every profile is a list from women saying, this is what I want in a man, right? And yeah. we wonder why men are leaving in droves from these. Right. right? And, and, or right. if they're, they're on there, you know, it's, it's, they're maybe not looking for a long-term relationship or looking more for a hookup, right? Right. And so, uh, but in, in the same way, you look at it from a, a female standpoint, um, what can, can what do, does a female do from a, a feminine perspective to, even in conversation, right, mm-hmm. to, um, to exemplify more of those, those uh, feminine traits mm-hmm. that would uh, encourage that man to, to be more, have more of the masculine traits? And what would those be? So as a man, what do you find, um, what, do you, what makes you feel supported and manly with, when you're on a date with a woman? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it may be easier to say like uh, what not to do maybe than, okay, uh, that's no. fine. but uh, no, I think it, first of all, it is, uh, there's a submissiveness to it. Mm-hmm. I have to be very careful when I, I say this. Don't not right? hear you down. Just say um, it. Yeah, it's but, a fine, good word. But um, I think a, a big part of femininity is some submissive, sub, submissiveness. And I say that from a perspective of, oh, don't do everything someone tells you to do or be this weak uh, submissive partner. Right. That's not what it is, but it is being one who is uh, open to leadership. Right. And uh, and especially from your man. And that's usually what most women are saying they want anyway, right? It's yeah. like plan a date, just be a man and plan. Yeah, I see that all the time. Yeah. Just be, be determined, you know, have some goals in life, you know, have a job you've had for more than a few years, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and that, by the way, those are masculine traits, right? Mm-hmm. For, for men. And right. I think for any man that is struggling in dating, that's there's stability, some consistency, going things. right back to what you talked about initially. Stability, there's, consistency, yeah. Yeah, and there's fundamental things for men that they can do to, uh, you know, just taking care of themselves, their body, and their mind, right? Right. Uh, with their work, uh, learning, um, you know, right. being responsible with their money, dressing a little bit nicer, taking care of it. There's a lot of things we probably call those low hanging fruit. I can for t- women, yeah. it's a little more subtle. Yeah. For women, a lot of times it has to do with. Uh, even uh, dress, tone of voice, yeah. cadence. Um, so I was watching a dating show. I won't say which one it was. Uh, <laughs> and um, this was just a couple of weeks ago, watching a dating show. And me and a female friend were watching this. Um, and while we were watching it, we saw that um, one of the women sat down with the man. And she was drilling him with questions. Mm-hmm. And you could tell she was... She, she probably had a leadership role right. at work because she was conducting that like an interview, right. right? But it came across like her, she was very direct and her tone was very serious and right. very, and it's no wonder that guy was like, whoa, this, this woman's a little bit too much, right. you know? Right. And, and it was- Intense. It, it was very intense, right? Yeah. And so even things like tone, um, how you respond, the words that you use, and it's, it's really hard to say this, but it's the, again, the, 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 the chemistry. How are you showing up? We know one of the big differences in male and female is testosterone and estrogen, mm-hmm. right? And uh, both men and women have both. 
Right. Right. Just we have much more testosterone as men. Women have testosterone as well. And we know now through the science that we can literally smell hormones. We pick up on the hormone excretion in our bodies of another person. Yeah. That's one of the social psychology things, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And so we used to know about, you know, it was a big thing when we found out about this in the 90s about pheromones and right. how women's ovulations can actually align when yeah. they're, they work together in the same room together. That's yeah. because you guys are communicating through hormones. Well, we do this with men and women as well. And one of those things I believe with women is how you're communicating to your man, just in terms of how you're showing up. What, you know, are you supportive? Um, uh, the words that you're using mm -hmm. that's showing some uh, 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 men, very big. Here, 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 one of the keys to men, uh, right? Uh, men want to have a sense that they are being supported and that there is a, um, that the woman that they're with has some a sense of admiration for them. Right. That does not mean you have to bow down to them, that you have right. to, you know, always be, you know, saying nice things about it. But they want that sense of that woman is like, oh, you know, impressed with you. That she likes she, you. She yeah. looks up to you yeah. in terms of a, a man and a masculine uh, yeah. uh, partner. Yeah. Uh, just like as a man wants to see, uh, most men want to see a woman that has those feminine traits that they can just, you know, uh, uh, embrace and to love and to be and to show everyone about, show right. everyone how womanly and how beautiful this woman is. Mm -hmm. and, and so there's no competition. Th there shouldn't be competition there in that. Yeah. And it's okay, ladies. We don't want to dumb ourselves down. Men want intelligent women. They want a woman Absolutely. that can speak their mind and be direct and be authentic and honest. Um, but, but we. We can all do that, men and women, with grace. Mm -hmm. And women definitely need to remember. And I just even think of the conversation on my Facebook page today. It was so, um, it was so testosterone. It was so, it was a woman. It's very, it's some just attacking. Mm -hmm. And that's not our nature. I mean, if we don't like something, it's fine. But to beat something up or to call it names or to be judgment, you know what I mean? Yeah. To just all that masculine energy of that fight yeah. is not a turn on for men. It's not a turn on for men, ladies. You know, they don't, yeah. they, they want to make you happy. They're going to look at energy like that. And that, that's not that they're not ever going to yeah. be able to please you. And if a man doesn't feel like he can make you happy or please you, he's not even going to try. Yeah. He's going to give up and he can do that on a first date. He can figure that out on a first. He can figure that out before a first date. I've actually had had people that weren't even didn't decide not even to go on a first date because of the interaction before the first date. If it's too high maintenance before it, leading up to that first date, mm -hmm. um, or guys too low maintenance. If you are trying or doing yeah. something, you know you hear that from women. Mm -hmm. uh, they make a plan, make a date. Guys, you've become lazy. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. Either you're trained to step back, which I don't really think is the case. Um, I think guys have gotten lazy as women have gotten more um, uh, aggressive. And so they're not making the plans. And that's why women get frustrated because they may be texting back and forth for two weeks or on the app for a month and the guy hasn't asked him out. And now I'm seeing women, I, I hear men say on these apps that the women are immediately, some of them, like the first interaction or second interaction, well, when are we going to meet? When are we going to go out? Like aggressively, mm -hmm. pretty much saying, ask me out. Yeah. Ask me out or I'm not going to, or I'm gone. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. And guys don't want to be, don't want that threat either. So mm -hmm. w when you talk about being intentional, ladies, you need to figure out your delivery on some of this based on what he just said about being feminine. Figure out your delivery on how you want to how you want to show up and act and what you want to say if a guy's not doing what you want him to do or you're not getting where you want to get or you're tired of the BS or you know beating around the bush. How do you be direct but still be mm -hmm. a woman and be feminine and allow the man to ask you out, right? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. absolutely. Because I think so many women go in for the kill versus saying, you know what? I would love yeah. to see you. You know, I would love to meet you. You've just, you've just thrown the bone out there. If a guy's mm -hmm. too stupid to pick it up, then you're in the wrong place anyway, yeah. right? But if you can feed and support him in that way, tell him what you want, tell him what you desire, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's him or time with him. Um, do it in a do it in that way so that you're communicating in a feminine way that's going to yeah. allow him to to be what you want him to be, which is the leader yeah. that everybody And if you want to train a man, um, yeah. you know, leads kind of lead uh, some of this by through communication. But then when a man does some of those things, the masculine oh, traits, you. the leadership, when they do it, then appreciate that. Yes. And Acknowledge how much, it. Yeah. And, and don't go overboard like, you know, it's about time you did this, you know. But, oh, you know, this is great. I love I that. Love I love that you opened my yeah. door. I love and, that you made um, these plans Or for I the love night. a determined man. Or yeah. I, I love a man who has a plan. You know, th things like that. And, uh, and and not just words, too, but, you know, show it with your, your affection and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, because that actually brings, uh, it kind of doubles that type of communication or reinforcement when you yeah, do that. So stuff. I think that is, um, that, that's a big thing for women. Um, you know, I, I, I do feel we're in a world where it's, it's not the easiest. And I will tell you from a man's standpoint, I do think many men have really fallen back. It, men have not been taught like I think men were taught I agree. In, in in prior years, prior decades, yeah. about what a what a man's supposed to do, and they've been trained badly too because mm -hmm. women. And I I I also hold women at fault with this because ladies, if you allow a man to treat you badly, if you allow him to you know come into your life, not ask you out or treat you mm -hmm. badly, go away for weeks, and then you accept him back, yeah, you know his bad behavior. You've got to start. You don't be desperate, ladies. Mm -hmm. If he treats you bad or he doesn't meet the basic standard of what he should be doing, not your standard, but just the basics, yeah. you know, connecting with you, asking you out, taking the lead, um, making it happen in a timely manner, in a respectful mm -hmm. manner. If he's not doing those things, he's not, he doesn't want to, he's not into you. Move yeah. along. Yep. You know, just move along uh, and stop accepting bad behavior because if women absolutely. would stop accepting bad behavior, men would stop getting away with it and they'd mm -hmm. stop doing yep. it. They'd work, they'd realize they have to work yep. a little bit harder. Yeah. You know? And unfortunately, you know, it just seems like it's not just in, in dating and relationships, but in a lot of areas, social media yeah. has exacerbated bad behavior. Oh God. And uh, in a way it's made things easier for dating, but that's probably... The negative, you know, there's a big negative side of that of making things easier in some ways to meet people or, you know, filter people out. So, you know, speaking of social media, um, I think that how are we doing on time? Um, I think we we also uh, could use this time as well um, for cleaning up your pages, everybody cleaning up your social media pages, because 
Um, there is, you talk about subconscious messages mm -hmm. and conscious mm -hmm. messages, who you are, who you're, who you're being on your page, your posts, mm -hmm. your comments, your tone, right? Yeah. Um, your pictures, all of that tells somebody who you are or not. Yeah. And it's, you're, you're putting it out there. Mm -hmm. So you have to be really, really careful. I mean, you really do. You know, even people make assumptions. Like you were talking about the pictures of the yeah. girl with the gun, which, you know, is pretty cool and fun that yeah. a girl can shoot a gun. But, you know, the hunting and the all that stuff. Um, or even ladies, I'll go as far as to say, don't kill me. My southern mother raised me well. Um, getting on there without makeup or your hair looks like yeah. crap and you're getting, you know, you're taking pictures. Or, uh, or the opposite of that. And that is where all your, all of your pictures are filtered. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, yeah. there are a lot of guys who are like, they, they've been burned. They've been catfished. Sure. Right. And they, you if you're all filtered, your if you're all filtered or it's just side views or things, yeah. they're yeah. going to think, oh, you're hiding something. Right. But the same way with, with men, right? Yeah. If all your, your photos have hats on or sunglasses, mm -hmm. women are going to think you're hiding something right. and they're going to. They're right. not going to, to want to match with you. Absolutely. So. Yeah, that um, that whole filter thing is a huge, um, it's a huge problem because yeah. they're going to meet you. And the amount of stories that I hear and have heard over the years of, well, who are you fooling by doing that and blurring yeah. out your face? Somebody's going to yeah. see who you are. Yeah. Um, so Darren says, on an app, I tend to put effort in first, but if it's not reciprocated, she takes days to respond uh, gives three word responses. God, this sounds like men. Um, or doesn't engage and ask questions. It makes me think not to, I don't want to invest the energy. It makes me think she's either not interested talking to too many other guys at the same time or more interested in me as a foodie call. <laughs> a foodie call. <laughs> Um, I love it. Not booty call, foodie call. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's great. I, I agree with what Darren's saying 100%. I've yeah. experienced Not that. just because you're friends, but and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. you're guys. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's it frustrating. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure women are kind of that as well. I hear that about women all the time. Men are like, why yeah. Why even match if you're not going to even say anything? Right. right. Or you're going to not engage in the level of like basic conversation or take a week or two to even get back back to you, right? Yeah. If somebody's it, doing that, if somebody's that lazy, they're not yeah. going to put the effort in in a relationship. So take it as a sign. Yep. Don't take it personally. Mm -hmm. Just take it as a sign and move on. Yeah. So this is, um, let's, let's just talk about the reality of this. Okay. Okay. This is what you get when you make things too easy, too convenient. Yes. And cheap. Or free, nearly free, right. right? Whether you're paying nine dollars a month or twenty dollars a month, that's still pretty cheap, right? To build it to meet people that yeah, way. Yeah, that's a. This is what we get. This is the reality of all the frustration that that we have. Are you talking about There's the apps little, being? Yes, yeah. This because of the apps. They're easy, you know, uh, cheap. They take no no sense of responsibility. Hey, listen, those apply to every single you one of those apply to people too. Yeah, every so, single trait you just said, it could be an app, but it could be people. Mm -hmm. If your surface, if you've come across as too cheap, if you're too easy, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like it goes for people. That is a hundred percent. You get what goes you across get the whenever you absolutely. And this, this is why that, you know, and I know we're still dealing with some of the COVID stuff, but, um, uh, this is why you know people got to get out. You got to yeah. get out and be human with people and connect because that's going to be a, a better way for you not only develop your social skills, yeah, but also to really figure out if you connect with someone. And, face to face, uh, face yeah, to face. Yeah, apps yeah. can work, but 
in apps, yeah. we have to realize that we we get what we get, right? Mm -hmm. When we have something so easy, cheap, fast, yeah. uh, and that sort of thing. And so that's why I've tried to think of, I'm not on apps right now since I'm seeing somebody, but that I, I, I know, I remember very well the frustration you, you have yeah. with that. And then what it ends up doing is you kind of get that... Uh, Burnout. Well, well yeah, you, you get that feeling of, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to get my hopes up. Right. right. So you be, kind of can become negative with it. Or you just stop and, dating. I know a lot of people just get such a bad attitude. Throw your hands up They're and like, say, this forget sucks. It. There's nobody out there for me. All these people yeah. suck. And mm -hmm. um, maybe they do where you are. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Jason's right. You guys, you need to, you need to branch out. I mean, yeah. you need to go places where you have, you know, interests uh, and get out in front of people, even if it's mm -hmm. restaurants, even if you're not, because who... Who really goes to bars anymore besides alcoholics and party animals, mm -hmm. um, right? Yeah. So go to go to nice places for dinner. Go have a drink at the bar before or after dinner. You, that's those are the kind of places that yeah. you're going to meet, meet up, people. Go to meetups and look for places that have like the same hobbies that you have. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, almost every city has uh, Facebook singles type groups, right? And uh, and then they do events on there about you know, so things that lame. you might be Sorry, interested in. Sorry, but yeah, in. I think there's some so lame ones. But yeah, there may oh, be they, some good are. ones, but there's some really yeah. lame ones. And I think you have to you go in and you figure out whether you want because some of them you may not want to be a part yeah. of, right? And and then others you might. Now I've you know heard some friends be uh, pretty successful in the the meetups. Yeah. And uh, and going to the the um, I think meetup.com or whatever, and they have different uh, groups that get together on things that you're interested like in. Like biking in, or... Biking or, or hiking yeah. or real yeah. estate. If you're into real estate investment, if you're into gardening, if yeah. you're into, you know, all these different things, you, you want to learn to play tennis or you want to, you know, mm -hmm. uh, pickleball. I mean, there's a lot of those different things and getting involved in something you think you have interested in. You yeah, interest in, absolutely. And, and, and getting to know those people. What's, what's yeah, the worst? You might make some new friends. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And, and get out and have some fun, which we everybody yeah. needs to do yeah no so those are good i was points. gonna i was gonna just mention something before we before we uh finish mm -hmm. uh, and, and that is i um and it's really kind of the theme of my book and, and that is it's the whole idea of activator mm -hmm. is that uh the science around the fact that our interactions with people can tip can really activate their brain it literally lights up the brain uh case western reserve university researchers there, there actually looked at the brain and showed that in certain types of interactions we have with people it lights up 14 areas of the brain, and these are the areas that you want to have. Creativity, relationship-oriented, good thinking, uh, feel good, all those different mm -hmm. uh, uh, great areas. And, right. um, and that's kind of what you want to think about in terms of your strategy when you meet someone. Or even if you're having a first, you know, video date, you know, right. uh, you know which actually is a good thing to do, like, you know, uh, FaceTime someone before you go meet them or have a phone conversation. Could I say, could I ask again what those things are for men and women to yeah. activate? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, actually the research is specific about this and Good. that is we love when a person research. asks another person <laughs> about their values, mm -hmm. about um, their dreams, about their passions um, and their goals. Those are some of the top areas specifically it's mentioned in this research project. Okay. So everybody um, take those notes down. Yeah. yeah. Ask people about, you know, what, what makes life worth living for them right? and uh, what their dreams are, what their goals are. And that's a really good way to get to know them anyway, but also it literally lights up the brain. We know that it lights up the brain. Now so that's other... that creativity because they have to access, it's not just, um, it's not just talking about their kids and their mm -hmm. everyday life. You're accessing that 
creativity side that create, right? Yep. So it's more on that um, dream, kind of like dream state for people. Yeah. This is what I want. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. And those bring those bring good yep. good feelings. And versus, you just mentioned a really good one right there. What a real popular, really good conversation to have is about you know bucket lists. What do you want to do in life? Yeah. Where do you want to travel? And like, yeah. where have you been? What did you like about that? You mm -hmm. know, what was your favorite places? These are all good things that actually stimulate our brain, mm -hmm. and we literally release uh, uh, dopamine. Um, we, we release oxytocin. Right. Oxytocin's the the the, the bonding chemical, which mm -hmm. makes us like someone and want to trust them. Right. And so for women, that's that's the thing. Like you know, if uh, if if you could have a a, uh, a cologne that you know made oxytocin rise. I mean, you you That'd be that something. would be that would be huge, <laughs> right? Be for, for for men. Yes. Uh, but it'd be, it'd be you know to to attract a female. That would be one of the best things because mm -hmm. it is a thing that says, oh, I want to be with you. I trust you. I like you. And uh, that that oxytocin is, uh, matter of fact, we know that oxytocin secreted more after sex, and when you eat chocolate, which is a really interesting thing on. Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, here that, we are. Uh, um, so <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's oxytocin. plenty of people you don't have to tell to eat chocolate too. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, the, the idea of the book, but the idea of whenever I, I coach people around relationships, oftentimes it's about a, uh, a collaborative relationship at work, where it's a, a, a manager, super supervisor, employee yeah. relationship. It really, kind of goes back to you know, if we want to bring out the best in people. Um, it, then we are thinking about how, what's that interaction, the connection that we create with that person right. that's very chemically oriented, right. um, but in a, it's very chemistry oriented, right. but it's how we go about doing that. And that is interacting in ways that we are seeing ourselves in the best light, that we're thinking about the future, we're thinking about possibilities mm -hmm. and even using words, there's great research around words that prime people. Yeah. So if you are more, uh, here's one thing I would tell people, um, and, and some women are really bad about this. I'm sure some <laughs> men are, but I haven't gone yeah. on any dates with men. But That's good here, to know. Here, <laughs> negativity. Yeah. You want Huge. to, if you start gossiping about somebody else, if you start talking about how bad the food was at another restaurant or this restaurant or how bad this was, you know, and, and sometimes people use negativity to try to connect with people. Yeah. And it actually works at times, right? You know, mm -hmm. when you got that person who comes in and sucks the energy out of the room, all, right. a lot of times they're the person that wants to get all these people into their negative energy with them, right? right? And that's, then you, but you leave empty. That's a group empty, to stay away from, yeah. But you leave empty. Well, it's the same <laughs> yeah. thing. You, that's not the type of attention nor connection that you want around negativity. So try to be as positive as possible. Which Even baggage. being careful. Here's real, real popular is having dates where you're just talking about negative dates before. Yes. And baggage. Like if or you, bag, yeah, yeah if your you, ex yeah. and those things like yes. that, you're bringing, you're bringing negative energy into that. And what you, you want to do the exact opposite. You're you sucking to, people dry instead of lifting them up. You want to project and you want to prime positive energy and, uh, and success and happiness and those sorts of things. In fact, in my book, I have a list of about a hundred terms that are again. words that you can actually mm -hmm. utilize, that, that science-based, that, that we can actually prime in people. They looked at real research mm -hmm. where they showed that if someone is, is talking to someone using these words, they go out and behave differently. Right. They're more collaborative. They're friendlier. They interrupt less. One of them was actually a, a negative positive in terms of the words they use. And they yeah. found that the negative terms, when they use things that were more negatively, that um, 
when they observe conversations mm -hmm. of these people interacting, oh, yeah. those who, who were primed with the negative words interrupted 60% more often than those who were the positive, and they were less collaborative, and they listened uh, less. You know, words are so important, um, not just from the standpoint of how, like you said, how it causes people to listen or not listen, yeah. tune in, tune out, um, and the feeling that it gives people, you know, um, and yeah. how what they leave with. But there's an energy to words, and that's a whole nother, um, a whole other psychology yeah. that um, and science that is too lengthy to get into right now, since we don't have any time left. Mm -hmm. Um, but there is a um, there's a book called um, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, uh, Shad Homsteader. Um, mm -hmm. I have given it to lots of people, but it is all about words. I mean, mm -hmm. and how powerful words are. Um, and uh, it's why it takes me forever to write a post because I'm so particular about a word, sometimes just yeah. the right word somewhere. But words have the power to influence things one way or the other. And they oh, have a absolutely. they have the, they have energy to them, um, positive energy or negative energy, light mm -hmm. or darkness, um, and and we need to we need to be cognizant of that and what 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 language we're using yeah. and how we're showing up to conversations because that's going to make a connection or yeah. break a connection. I tell leaders, your words spark chemistry. Yeah. What chemistry are you sparking? Yeah. Right? And, and, and so you got to think about that, the words that you use, what is it, what is it building inside other people? Right. Right. And, and I don't, I don't know how many of your listeners are men or the percentage here, but, uh, one of that, those lists of things that I mentioned about some, some basic things men can do to mm -hmm. get better outcomes, which is, you know, uh, uh, doing, taking responsibility, having goals, dressing well. We like all good. those. Uh, th those sorts of things. Check, but check, check, check. <laughs> if you want to kind of take that next level, uh -huh. um, one of the things that men are typically not good at in general is uh, word usage and our, our vocabulary. In fact... Uh, so we, don't judge we, a man. Well, I teach emotional intelligence. Uh -huh. And when I'm in corporate environments and I will ask the women, write down, uh, you know, I have a, a room full of people, women write down as many emotions in 15 seconds as you can. Yeah. And they start jotting down and I have the men write down as many as you can. I'm like, women, what'd you come up with? And you hear word after word after word and there'd be a word three. of 20 or 25. And for men, it's like happy, sad, yeah. and uh, you yeah. know, what, whatever, angry yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's, it's, it's just a difference in somewhat how our brain works, but also what we focused on, what we've right. learned over time. And for men, if we can build in and even just be thinking about, why I put these words in the book, yeah. um, even for, for leaders especially, how do you build some of these things in so that they are, the, I call them power words, mm -hmm. uh, activation words that light up the brain this of other This is important. People. I mean, this is, and, this is all the stuff you can do to make connections better without changing a whole lot yeah. else. So, so let me... Yeah. Here's the difference. Okay. So for, for men, we can get better at having better words, right? Choosing better mm -hmm. words. Women kind of have the opposite. And you hit on it a moment ago there. And that is women have to remember that words um, can have different meanings and perceptions right. to them. And so that's where we get a lot of miscommunication. This is another thing that I teach in emotional intelligence and communication is that it's the filter that goes through. Yeah. We see and hear what we hear. It goes through a filter, and then we make meaning out of that. Problem is a lot of miscommunication comes from how women make meaning of one word. Yeah. And can often get upset about that. 100%. Because they've made meaning they get right by in their, their head. What, what's that meaning made from? What's that filter made from? 
biases, experiences, perceptions, assumptions, yeah. perceptions, their baggage from yeah, the past, their absolutely. hurts. And, and, and all of a sudden, something that might simple that a man says yeah. can immediately become a big deal. And so right. for men, it's like lean into verbiage, right. lean into words, right. and, and build your vocabulary. Women, it's more of, hey, how can you utilize your words from a, a more dynamic, not just your perspective, mm -hmm. but seeing what words might mean from other perspectives? Yes. Yeah, I know. It's funny. That is exactly what that... Um, what happened on that post today is this guy used this word along with when he was mm -hmm. talking about sex mm -hmm. and it was, it was totally, it was a, t I was trying to find it. It was totally, it was one word that was taken and completely misconstrued in ladies, you get in your head yeah. and make decisions about things. Now you've made a judgment on somebody. I mean, what if that's your perfect person and you've decided that whatever word they chose to use because they liked it and it described an energy that maybe they liked, mm -hmm. you've decided it's something else and now you've lost an opportunity at an amazing person because of a judgment that you made about a word, about a freaking word. Absolutely. It's crazy. Or, or even a phrase, right? Yeah. 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 Um, you know, uh, we, we are, we, you know, we have, we're going to have to do a part two because there's too much we didn't get to. And there's too much that we should talk about because this is a conversation. Uh, this, for me, I can talk about things I really want to talk about here mm -hmm. because you get it. There's so much to connection, making a connection with somebody, conscious and unconscious, there's a lot of things that, and I don't want to say manipulate, but that's the word I'm looking for, that we can, we can change in ourselves, yeah. um, lear learn new things that we can do to show up better. Mm -hmm. And we touched on some, but not all. So we're going to have to do a part two on this. Yeah. I know everybody enjoyed it so much, but yeah. um, I hope y'all, I hope this helped. Um, Valentine's Day, we're talking about love, relationships, and all this deep stuff, which I love. <laughs> it worked for me. Um, but uh, but uh, I hope you guys had a, a great time and whatever you're doing tonight, and um, whether you're going on a date or not, it's totally fine. If you're not going on a date, love yourself. I mean, it, National Love Day. It's not about going. I mean, this is. It's not. A, it's a Hallmark holiday. Mm -hmm. It really is. I even. I've always felt that way. Um, it's always great to get a card. Guys don't show up without a card. Um, but uh, for your girlfriend, I mean, if it's a first date, please don't bring a card. <laughs> that would be weird, right? Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but um, but make it special. Make sure you acknowledge it. Even if a woman's not into Valentine's Day, make sure you acknowledge it and uh, have fun. And if you're home, do something well for yourself. You know, take a hot bath, uh, you know, rewatch the Super Bowl if you're a guy. I don't know. I think nobody really watched it here, but, um, but, uh, but, but do something that makes you happy and um, that, that brings more love into your life. So we don't need yeah. anybody else to love ourselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for joining me and you guys. Yeah, uh, Jason's book is Activator and it's on Amazon. I know I'm so spatially. Um, yeah. Amazon and even the Audible, right? Audible. Yeah. Barnes for those of you who don't like to read, Barnes yeah. & Noble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For those of us that still love to go to the bookstore, which I do. I love mm -hmm. it. I love to go in and touch books. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll have a great day. And you know what? I'm going to see you guys in two weeks. I'm, I'm digging my two-week schedule. I need it right now. I'm still too busy. So I'll see you in two weeks. Have a good day. 
This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com. Or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.